0: First off nothing is in your hands the only thing that's in your hands is doing the work and then you know waiting for that preparation to meet opportunity and and you just have to make sure that when the opportunity presents itself that you're ready and you know and and that's something that i've it, it's taken me it took me 10 years to realize um being at being in la for 10 years it took me 10 years to realize like Everything nothing is in your hands but like what you do on a daily basis to, to get better at whatever whatever it is that you're doing.
1: One thing I'm very thankful for is that through cast I'm always able to find inspiration. By having honest conversations with my guests, I always come out better on the other side than when I went in, and I hope you all do too. My guest on this episode did that, and then some. Hearing his approach to creativity and just life as a whole made me sit back and reflect and think, man, I have a lot to learn (laughs) from pursuing his acting career in LA to now being behind the camera capturing the images and stories he finds important. The values of patience, diligence, and authenticity have always been at the forefront. But that's enough of a buildup. Without further ado, episode 56. Which I, which I think is for the better, <laughs> to, to <Yeah>. be honest. <laughs> As it's better to kind of to, to get away from the, 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 the pack a little bit. Um, and kind of do it the way you are, I think that's pretty cool and and usually I would kind of do like a a bigger i don't know i i guess like intro and stuff like that from episodes, but use it nowadays, I kind of like just start talking I think it's a lot more natural so recording now so so we can just get right into it
0: <laughs> there we go there we go, man all
1: right, cool um so first of all you know how 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 you doing how how you feeling nowadays?
0: Oh, I'm I'm feeling good, man. Uh, despite you know where everything is uh, in the world right now, I I managed to continue to create and to continue to uh, you know do what I love um, on a daily basis, and you know I'm thankful for that. Uh, of yeah. course, you know it's unfortunate um, as far as the uh, as far as the virus is concerned, but otherwise, you know I'm I'm making the most out of it and, and making positives out of out of the situation.
1: Yeah. And uh, where you you based right now, just for the listeners' sake, because I know. Uh, but. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm I'm actually I'm based in Los Angeles right now. Got you, got you.
1: And it's funny because that that like messed me up when it came to asking you for a time because I was like, oh yeah, like can we do this? I was like, wait a minute, no, no, three hours, three hours, three hours. <laughs> I had to like keep reminding myself of that. <laughs> um, but but what's it like out out there right now? I know you're like before we actually started recording, you were saying um you know like things are starting to lock back up a little bit, but.
0: Uh, yeah, it's you know um, they recently shut down all of the restaurants as far as dining is concerned again. so uh, everything's pretty much slowing down uh, as far as traffic is concerned. but you know people are still out most definitely um, you know it's it, it will take you know a shutdown to really slow this city down because it's so populated, overpopulated. But you know, people are still hitting the beaches, people are still, Man. you know, trying to you know, yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy, you know, not not hopping in the water and stuff, but like okay. people that like the, you know, the, yeah. the, the tourist areas and just being on the on the shore and, and and you know, people are you know, because LA is just full of creatives, so people are always out trying to get something done, you know, people out here go crazy in their in their apartments, so or their houses that's
1: the thing like um it's weird to see how each like city or state or whatever is kind of handling this differently because then you have like the, the states that are just kind of like, all right, we don't care at all. <laughs> you know. And we're just going <laughs> to, we're going to do what we're going to do. And then you have um, some states who are a little bit more kind of like reserved and they are kind of, you know, staying in and, and doing that type of thing. But that's, it, that's what you said was kind of right in line with what I was thinking. Because I'm like, I don't know, LA people, I've never been, but LA people from what I've seen, they don't, they don't really seem like they're going to, you know, slow down their pace just because of. Uh, they might die yeah
0: yeah 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 and the only the only thing that, that settled settled people out here down before was when we had the the military on the streets when the protests yeah. were going on yeah so yeah people, people, people have to be forced inside
1: <laughs> man that's that's crazy yeah. um but uh, but originally you're not from la you're from texas um, right?
0: yeah 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 i was um i was born in houston and uh, I lived there till I was nine, and then uh, we, me and my mother and my sister moved to to Dallas, Texas, where you know I finished off school, and uh, you know all of all of my family is in Texas, so uh, yeah. it's it's good to go back home every now and then, you know, eat good, stick to my roots, yeah. you know, remember where I came <laughs> from. You can you can you can get you can get caught up in this fairy tale, be living out here in Los Angeles, and you gotta you know it's good to go home to like remember why you're doing what you're doing and. And remember where you came from. So, um, and you know, I I, I like of, being out
1: there. I, I bet it's kind of like a like a shift in pace too between like L.A. and 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 Dallas. So I mean, you you kind of have like the down south like kind of just like chill, kind of relaxed, easy going vibe like to you. But in terms of like comparing, contrasting like the the areas, like what do you what do you kind of think is is different about living in L.A. compared to you know maybe when you're growing up uh, in, in Dallas and Houston?
0: And it's, it's a lot of different, a lot of different things. Um, it's much slower. Uh, I would love to like raise a family in, in Texas. Like that's yeah. like, the perfect place to do that. You know, you just have people of different professions you know, as opposed to in LA, you know, the 90, 95% of the people out here are in the entertainment industry trying to accomplish something moving from different parts of the world into like this this it's all coming in you know just everybody coming in um and 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 you know it's uh i feel like genuine as far as genuine people are concerned you know you're gonna gonna find some real genuine people in dallas in texas in general you're gonna find some genuine people in in la too but you just got to keep that third eye open a little bit make sure (laughs) you know what i'm saying you know people people out here have different motives and stuff but um yeah. but but fortunately enough I've, I've been able to like you know um uh, be connected with like collaborators and friends who who are really genuine and cool people so um, yeah you know I, I love los angeles and you know it's it's hard because i'll go home for like a week and i'll already <laughs> feel like i need to be back in la yeah but, you know it's, it's 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 weird it's like a, it's it's an addiction almost which you know it's 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 good and bad because it kind of forces you to always kind of be on your on your game as far as like you know wanting to create and just on that grind you know it's that that grind culture is heavy out here (laughs)
1: that's
0: that's interesting because it's
1: from the outside looking in like because i'm in i'm in philly i'm in the east coast but um i always see like at least in my outside view i would see la as like oh man they're just chilling out there they're just having fun like they they got the beaches the weather is always nice like (laughs) You know they're just they're just cooling but you know in reality it's 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 a lot it's a lot more than that man honestly. like you're saying you kind of got to keep your your wits on you know when the the things you might be running into. i've had a few friends move out there so yeah nice. they, they kind of tell me similar stuff
0: yeah yeah the, the the cameras capture the 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 glory but then you'll walk a yeah. couple blocks and you'll see like 10 or 15 tents set up from homeless people yeah who have like come out here and and didn't go they didn't go their yeah. way and then that'll put a lot of things into perspective you know
1: and that's the thing i that's why I always think about um from from like a creative perspective like if people like um which is good i'm i'm glad that people dream and like they they have these goals that they want to chase and things like that but at the same time like you like you have to understand the risks like with, with that kind of associated with what you're doing and it's like if you really want to do it then of course like go for it you know you only live once but you know at the same time it's it's, it's important to know that like a lot of people don't make it you know yeah. <laughs> and when you yeah. compare it to the percentage that do which is unfortunate of course but it's like it's so many so many slots that can be filled and it's like once it once the, those opportunities are gone they're gone but um, one thing I'm actually kind of interested about, because obviously we're going to kind of get to how you got to L.A. in the first place. You didn't just, you mm-hmm. know, just go for no reason. But yeah. <laughs> to to start off, like can you tell me a little bit more about kind of growing up um, in Dallas, uh, you know, kind of what you were interested in and things like that. I know you obviously you're going to you're, you're we know what path you ended up taking in the end. But, <laughs> you know, as a, as a kid, were you interested in like creative stuff or, or how to go?
0: man yes i was always it's funny because you know i've always been like terrible at sports but like Mm. i always tried to be involved in sports because all of my homies were involved in sports and and pretty uh, tall too right so yeah yeah i'm six two so it was like but i but i didn't hit that growth (laughs) spurt i really didn't hit that growth spurt to like junior or senior year high school that's when i like really started (laughs) to get tall but before i was like like maybe like ninety pounds wet and like what? damn near wow. I looked bro I looked malnourished like I was super <laughs> skinny. Um, bro living in bad. Dallas with all the good bro, food you're still <laughs> bro, I was crazy. like I was like yeah it was it was bad but um I I played and then um I always had love for entertainment and I remember mm. in like the fifth grade the fifth grade I did my first play in school because i was just like me and my friends are walking down the hall and we see the 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 notification on the wall like yo we're doing a play i was like man let me try it let me just try it and i did it and my mom was like trying to move to la then and like she was like yo like i feel like you have something like we need to like get you to la and i was like man i'm not trying to do this like i'm not (laughs) trying to do that like i'm trying to i'm trying to play basketball with my homies like absolutely you know (laughs) Um, and so we stayed of course, but as far as like video and things of that, of that nature, I was always like with a camera as far as like, Mm -hmm. not, not like a DSLR, but I always had like a little camera that I can record things on or like, you know, a pocket camera because I always love to document things. And, uh, in middle school, I was in video, like a video production class. And then I took that from like eighth grade all the way to 12th grade. When I went to high school, I was like in the the, the broadcasting class for the school. So like Got every you. week we did like a news broadcast. It was like a yep. news broadcasting yeah. situation. Come on the in school. the morning, like. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> the papers on the front
1: line. Yep, yep,
0: yep. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're gonna be talking about yeah you know, exactly. Um, so Lunch I, prices
1: have gone up fifteen percent in the past week. Like, everybody's just like, man, get off the man, get yeah. off the intercom. Like, yeah, yeah. Every,
0: everybody would be roasting, but um, yeah. but it was, but it was, it was fun, and I always had that love. So I feel like I had the love behind the camera before I I was put in yeah. front of the camera, and um, initially that I wanted to move to LA, you know, and just hit the ground running and um you know around mom, what age are we talking like um late high this school was, or? this was late high school like this was this was like 15 or 16 i knew that i wanted to be in la at that point wow and you know i knew that la was like the hub for entertainment and it was like right. either either la or new york now now like mm-hmm. they're venturing off like nashville and like austin and things of this sort are becoming Populated, like super populated in the film community, but then it was just LA or New York, you got one or two. And um, she was like, well, I'm not letting you go out there unless you like get into somebody's college out there and do something because nowadays, like, you know, especially in Texas, like, Fam- like my like my family at least was like super like super strict on like all right, you need to go to college. I'm like,
1: yeah, absolutely. All
0: right, well if if this is what if this if this is what I gotta do to go to L.A., This is what it takes. <laughs> so we yeah I, I um, auditioned for uh, a college called uh, Amda College and Conservatory of the Performing Arts here in L. A. As well as in New- they have a campus in New York. Got in mm. and um, yeah I you know moved out here three weeks after my high school graduation and started school Uh,
1: man that's that's pretty crazy yeah that's a a fast like turnaround time but i mean out out of curiosity because i mean i didn't go to any sort of performative art school but what was like the application process for getting in
0: it was it was interesting it wasn't like your typical like you of course you had to to do your application and you had to you had to uh do an essay like a an entrance essay like, right, it was like, right. I don't know, a couple pages long on like, mm-hmm. I forgot. I think it was why the question was like, why, why do you love art or something like that? And it, it mm-hmm. was, I mean, very vague and like open-ended, va- very vague. Like they know half the people who go to like half the people who go to performing arts colleges ain't trying to like, Worry about literature and, and, and text. <laughs> right? Like, bro, right. just get me in there. So I, I don't care act. about like, Shakespeare. I don't care about to, like any bro, of that. <laughs> I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to 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 go here to do math or English. Like, I'm trying to go here to be on point. TV. Yeah. So, um, and but but they auditioned around the world, so they traveled around the world and they held auditions. So they actually came to Dallas, and I had to audition. Um, okay, I had to audition two monologues. Uh, so like a dramatic and then a comedic and um i think i found out like, how that two, go to it i was nervous as hell man i was because
1: yeah. <laughs> i'm thinking like bro. 15 16 like having to do this in front of us like that's
0: that's not really easy bro <laughs> you know? i was i was I, I took i took acting classes for a while out there okay beforehand they got me ready for it so like okay i, I, I i'm thinking you've just
1: been like practicing in the mirror and then they're
0: just like all right oh no nah, do nah, a nah, monologue <laughs> <laughs> nah, i was like i was like i need to get up in this school so let me like go to the studio kim dawson studios is out there and and i worked on the monologue with, okay. with the coach and he got me right for the audition Okay. Um, right, cool but yeah it was you know but, but but to go back to your initial question i I can kind of go all over the place. I've, no, I've no, always, right. you know, I've always been, been interested in, in the arts in some form, you know? Gotcha.
1: Okay. And that's, this is weird because I mean, it's, I guess it's different, you know, paths for different people. Cause some people, you know, they all of a sudden discover their creative spark at, you know, 25 or 35 or, you know, however. Um, and then there's people who've kind of like found it from a, um, a younger age. So in terms of, you know, moving out to la at you know 17 18 years old what was that what was that whole kind of experience like because i mean i'm thinking that like you like we were saying definitely change in pace you know you're going to be away from family some people you know when they graduate and go to college they want to like get away from family but uh you know kind of what was your experience in going out there and having to kind of experience you know take that in all at once
0: Bro, that was the happiest moment of my life when I knew that I was when I knew I was taking my ass to LA and I was gonna live by myself.
1: Yeah, yeah with, yeah. with
0: with 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 other people my age in a city. Like, bro, I my parents came and helped me move in my dorm, and I would after everything was set up, I was like, all right.
1: I <laughs> Absolute. Like, I was like, peace. Yeah, bro. I'll see you when I see you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, it was, it was, um, I was, I was just super excited because I mean, I've, I had been in one spot my whole life and right. um you know, I, I had seen the city. For so many years and i was just super excited to explore and and i was naive very naive um at first on like what goes on in this city and like the lifestyle yeah. and, and these are things that i had to live and experience as i lived here so uh man i was so happy i i mean and no not you know of course i met, over time i like miss my family
1: and, and i was gonna say know. i wanna i going to make sure your mom doesn't hear this part. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I, I I definitely, I definitely miss the fam, but uh, I was just excited to finally be able to, like, be in a city and, like, chase my dreams and, you know, um, I've yeah. always had that mentality of, like, you know, I knew that what I really wanted to do, um, nowadays you can damn near be anywhere, but I was, I was just yeah. always wanting to be in, out here because I knew, like, yo, stars can be made out here and then realize that uh, it don't happen like that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not always that straightforward. Yeah, it's not, it's not that easy, but, but yeah, man, I was just thrilled to, to, to hit, hit the ball running. And like, you know, I was lucky enough to be in a dorm. So I lived in a dorm with a, with a bunch of people that, that were like my age and in my class. And like, it was just, it was a dope, oh. dope environment, just full of artists, man.
1: And so as I'm thinking, cause you know, oh. One thing I mean, I think everyone goes through is like, you know, you you might go to school with an idea or like or just in general, even outside of school, you have this idea that you're really passionate about. And then when you like really kind of get into it, like some people just look up and they're like, damn, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, (laughs) did you ever have like that type of experience of where like, um, like I I am passionate about this, but did you ever kind of like second guess yourself or question it? Like, you know, if if you could one, really make it and two, if this was really kind of what you wanted to do for, you know, for the
0: rest of your life. Honestly, keeping it a hundred with you, those thoughts didn't hit my, my mind until later on.
1: Oh wow. Um, okay.
0: Um and 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 you know, because when I first came out here, I was just full
1: Ecstatic. of energy, ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: but then when you you know finish college and then you start to audition and you start to get in these rooms, you know, and you're not I'm you're not used to rejection, right? And this is, this has been a, going this, well so far yeah, <laughs> up to that point. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not used to constant rejection and th- that's what this industry is. It's mm-hmm. constant rejection until you get that one. Yes. You know, yes, you, you can get, a, you can't like, you get a few yeses, you get no's, you get a few yeses and then you get no's and then you get just the people who hop out here and then they just get yes from the jump you know and that's yeah. you know that's cool but this is how it works you know i was at the point of like i had done a few shows and the, the, you know guest appearances like nothing crazy uh, what age are we talking about now when i so i booked my first so i booked my i, I, I was, after college i booked the role that i thought was going to change my life mm. and i booked 2013 um, I booked a pilot um, that NBC did with Gerard Carmichael I'm not sure if you're familiar with him um, mm-hmm. so Ger- Gerard Carmichael is a comedian he had he he actually had a show on on, um, on Fox I think Fox and then the, now it's on Netflix um, but it was a pilot presentation before he got he created the show that ended up getting picked up gotcha. and um, I booked that in 2013 I was 20. I was twenty, so I, I was I was I, I was fresh out of college, and everything's um, right on pace. Yeah, yeah, everything's <laughs> hey, right on pace. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, ooh, I'm about to buy a crib. Like when this yeah, when this not? gets when this gets picked up, like oh right man, I'm like, right. You know, um, what and was your role doesn't. like? Were
1: you a? Um, I was.
0: I played like his lead best or... friend. So I was. A, okay. I was. A, I was a. I was a recurring, and I. I played his best friend, uh, who worked at Finish Line with him. So the other that, no, that was dope. like the first. The first story that was like the first story, and then the network switched it up to you know the role changed of course, but. Um, and what was what was the show about? If you don't mind me asking. It was it so, originally I mean, they they both were similar so um it's basically just a big conversation about real life events and an honest conversation about events that happen in the world um, okay that was happening in the world and and that's what the show is um now uh it's it's a like they have real they say real 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 ass things in the commercial i mean in the in the show so like david allen greer amber stevens west tiffany haddish um, okay, now you're saying some uh, names I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, L'Oreal, Howry. So that was like the lineup, and okay. that's kind of that. That show is actually what blew is what started Tiffany Haddish's career. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That that What's was the her- show called. It's called the Carmichael Show. The Carmichael Show. Okay. Um, yeah. So so that so it. it I mean it, it. it was a great. It was a great, great show but um but yeah yeah i was i was super hyped and then um and then of course after that i booked a few like
1: yeah co-star guest
0: star roles and um yeah and then then the nos came you know and a lot Mm. of them uh Mm. and then i was just like ah you know is this for me you know um do i want to do this because you can get you can get like that and you know i just had to realize that if you know, if you if you don't stay out here, the fifty percent of the battle of 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 being an artist and being in, being out here in L.A. is staying out here. You know, mm-hmm. if you can do fifty percent of that, then eventually something is gonna click. But if you you know, the the hardest thing for the majority of the people out here to do is to stay out here, be able to afford to live out here. Yeah. Um that's the, so, that's the
1: thing. L.A. is like. It's not like you're living in, like, Arkansas or something. Like, you know, where cost of living is, you know, nothing. Out there, a bottle of water is like $10. Bro. You know? It's crazy. So, <laughs> <laughs> at least that's that's how it seems to me living in Philadelphia, where everything's, like, dirt cheap. But, Bro. but Bro. um, yeah, I, that's that's so true. That's that's such a great point. And I think even uh, along a lot of creative journeys, it's just like, uh, I mean, so many people say it now it's probably, like, a, a term that I got, coined by Gary Vee or something like that. But in terms of like showing up every single day, staying, you know, staying kind of disciplined and and focused on something. Um, And even if you're not maybe the best at it or doing the best at it at the time, just availability is the best ability sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you just just kind of stay in that space, you know, hopefully something will click. So you you, you kind of reinforced, I guess, yourself with
0: that mentality. And then, you know, what happened next? Um, Yeah, man, Uh, that's that's crazy. Um, But Perfectly put. You know, I've, I've booked a few more shows, and for me, acting, it's, you know, I've 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 booked shows and I've worked, but I haven't reached that that next step yet. So I'm still I'm still it's a daily chase. Like you know, I, I had an audition that I had to do this morning on Zoom. So I'm like mm. c- consistently auditioning, but where things changed changed for me. Is... And
1: if, if you don't mind me asking, before you kind of dive into this point, in mm. terms of like getting like jobs and, and shows and stuff like that, is it how, do, how does that work? I mean, do you just like go on Indeed and just acting jobs or, you know, oh, no. like, how do you kind of find, you know, how do you kind of find your opportunities?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> or do you have a manager or? Yeah, so I have a, I have a team. So I have a manager and I have uh, agents
1: who who,
0: uh, handle all of my auditions and things of that sort. So whenever they get an audition for me for a specific role, they send it my way with the script. I read through the breakdown, see if it's something that I connect with. And then if I do, I'll do a tape now because everything's crazy, you know, before Mm -hmm. we would, before you would prep and then go into the office to audition. But now everything's done on Zoom. So you either do you either hop on live with a Zoom uh, casting with a casting director on Zoom to audition or mm-hmm. you just you know I'll, I'll set up you know my lights right there and have the camera cor- facing the wall and I'll like, like audition right right on that wall back there.
1: Man, um, that's crazy.
0: It's crazy and, and the the thing is, it's, it's great because it's so convenient and you don't have the pressure of being in the office. True. But for yeah. me personally, I thrive under pressure. I thrive in the office. So mm. I would prefer to, I would much rather prefer to be going into the office auditioning because yeah. you're able to feel my presence physically. You're able to to see me instead of mm. like seeing me along with thousands of other tapes that are yeah. probably getting sent your way. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's, it's cool, but unfortunately, I feel like this is kind of this is going to be the new direction as far as auditions go moving forward because i mean we at least, at least been for a with, while at least for a while you know what i'm saying and so it's something that i've that i've gotten used to yeah
1: um, but been a year of this now i guess
0: yeah yeah um but 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 quarantine you know um i was sitting on my couch and just in march this is in march yeah, um, yeah and it was just killing me to not be able to do anything creative. Like I was just mm. like, bro. It, it, and it brought me down to like the question of why, what what made you fall in love with acting? And for me- That's a great question. Um, it was being behind the camera. It was taking the spotlight off of myself and putting the importance in light, shining light on other people and and you know that is what made me want to dive into acting because i was like i love i i'm so inspired and so motivated after i watch a movie and mm. you know and i see somebody's performance and i was just like well you know you got a favorite me movie by a, chance favorite oh favorite movie okay it's either gonna it's probably either gonna be to <laughs> Training Day or oh. American Gangster, because just because I love Denzel, man. Like, okay, I'm, all like, right.
1: I see. I see what type of movies you're into. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's that's my guy. But um, yeah. But you know, I and that's what brought photography into the game. <laughs> yeah,
1: it all makes um, sense
0: now. <laughs> you know, uh, photography is something that I had never dived into, and I just was like, you know what? I'm here at the crib. Let me hop on YouTube, start watching videos. Yeah. And um, I, was, I started watching like Willem and Verbeek and, and, and Volandis and these guys who just made it look so easy. And I was like, well, yeah. I was like, I really don't I'm not really interested in like digital. I was like, I want to I want to learn film like the process seems dope, you know,
1: and that's that's the thing. And if, if I could stop you here, because I think this is like an interesting like point of differentiation, differentiation for sure, because I mean now film photography, I mean, it's kind of blowing up now, like again. Because now yeah. it's kind of the cool thing to do. Because now the film look in the past two to three years, everyone's like, "Oh, you know, it's so classic, it's so whatever." Mm-hmm. Um, but in an age where like you have, I mean, I mean, basically you, the cameras almost do to work for you at this point. Like all you have to do is point, it, it's done, you know, <laughs> and then you walk away. Yeah. You know, when it when you could have t- taken that path of like you know getting like a high power digital camera and going about that, you know, being able to shoot you know thousands of in- images in a single day, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you chose to to look at the process and kind of the the history and and something that's a lot more, I think organic and and has a lot more feeling and emotion towards it. Mm-hmm. what What do you think um if you have to say, do you think that maybe like maybe goes back to your acting career in terms of like intention and you know feeling yes. and those type yes. of things? Or?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, great point because you know you hear this all the time. like it slows me down. It slows me down. The process slows yeah. me down. And I am when I'm doing something, especially artistically, I want to con- I want to be able to have a connection with it. Right. Mm. And I feel like for me, though I've, I've shot with digital recently and like right, it's right. it's great, you know, it's it's I mean it's digital, like it's you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you can't like do everything, everything else, else right now. You just can't <laughs> not shoot digital. But correct. for me the the reason where the reason why i preferred film is because of the connection and it was
1: at this point in the episode that the audio cut out unfortunately right as mike was getting to his point getting really into what he was saying the audio just died (laughs) but on the on the bright side we were able to get the recording back up mike had to switch to his super large gaming headphones but we kept it going so here's the continuation
0: yeah um just having, you know, because I had nothing but time on my hands. So yeah. I wanted to learn as much as I could with the time because I, I was just, though there was so many unfortunate things happening, I was under the impression like, yo, we will never get this much time of just yeah. nothing probably yeah. for the rest of our lives. So I might as well maximize on this and learn as much as I can and do as many different things as I can right now to set me up for when the world is back running completely like it normally does so i was i you know i was just like yo okay this is so cool how you you're in control of exposure you're in control of like overexposing or underexposing you're in control yeah. of pro- processing the film how you want to process it um being at home you know uh, being able to shoot and develop at home and like that whole experience and i watched so many youtube videos that i was knowledgeable and i was like you know what let me try, let me buy my C41 kit. So I bought a C41 kit, bought the center still, like, developed processing kit. Let me, like, learn how to do it myself because wow. I have the time. I mean, what else am I going to do? Right. So um, it was, it's just a connection being able to, like, load the film in the camera for the first time, taking the picture, going through the process, and being able to see an image that. Is on a roll of film that you developed, and like it's just, it's just so. I, I don't know, man. It's just the connection is just so much stronger for me personally than mm-hmm. like going out and just holding the shutter button down and like hoping for the exactly fix. just because it's literally it, you like know. you 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 miss focus, yo. You I missed mean, it. You <laughs> missed it. You know you yeah. better make you better turn it into a positive some way. But yeah, exactly you know you having to 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 mock to to direct the model in a specific way have them hold the pose that you want and yeah. you know it's just so it's just so close to home for me and like you know I, I think that's one of the main reasons why i chose to do go that route because i'm and i knew technically like people are more afraid to to dive into this side of things so it's like if you, if you can do this you can do you can do digital yeah
1: it's, uh, yeah you'll be able to you know set <laughs> deal with the manual setting on a you know on a DSLR no problem if you can yeah. do it on film yeah. but one thing I kind of want to ask you just to, to get your opinion um, as someone who kind of chose this path rather than the digital path and this is more kind of extending to the greater creative um, sphere I guess you could say. Um, and and connecting with the the whole topic of this episode of slowing down and and being a a lot more genuine, authentic um, and taking your time with whatever you're doing, whatever creative form. Why do you think, um, in your opinion, why do you think people, especially nowadays, kind of forsake the the slower, more uh, deliberate way of doing things? I mean, even if you're, um, you know, uh, any kind of artist, you have the urge to either maybe copy someone, something else someone has done or um, you know, try and find the easier way out um, in the modern day? Do you think it's just because, you know, we, we have these things accessible to us or so we're just going to use it? Or, you know, maybe you, what kind of change from say, you know, 20 years ago or something like that?
0: Um, I think for me personally, people are starting to realize the importance of taking your time mm-hmm. and the, you, you get your best results when you put the time into it it's whatever whatever you do like yeah whether i'm taking a picture whether i'm preparing for an acting scene whether i'm doing whatever it is like time taking time to learn something and to do it efficiently you're gonna just automatically have better results like you know people are like dang like you only get 10 frames and you know (laughs) you know film is expensive now it's like yeah but i guarantee you you, you spend fifty dollars on a box of Portrait four hundred, you're gonna make sure that every one of those frames exactly, exactly. are, are taken the best that you possibly can because, you know, I mean unless you unless you ballin and just, just got a factory in your house <laughs> and able to just <laughs> unload on film, like you're going to want to um, you know, put your all into each each role and into each frame. So I think that people people just realize, yo, okay, it may take longer but i know that i'm gonna put my all into what i do when it comes to this so i'm gonna end up with better results
1: and you know one of the funny things i think of um when it comes to when it when it comes to to um to photography especially is that like on on the surface it looks like oh man he's shooting with like this super old (laughs) you know like like you know mamiya or pentax or whatever um, you know, all these like older um, camera brands and then you kind of see the results compared to digital and you can't even really, I mean, you can tell, but a lot of the times you'll, you'll probably prefer the look of the digital photo or, or prefer the look of the, the film photo over the digital photo, which is, is kind of funny. You show it to people and they wouldn't really expect that you can get those, you know, those 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 type of results. So. Um, and so, in terms of, your, I guess you can get back to like your for pho- um, photographic journey. So you started in March, and you start to learn how to process film and and, and things like that, and, and getting into the 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 whole um, the whole genre, I guess, self photography or film photography, um, especially. How did you kind of you know get the idea to maybe take it on YouTube and kind of create your own kind of community around this and and start to build you know what you're building right now?
0: So I knew that it's oddly enough so just side note like Mm. one of the one of the benefits of 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 being in LA I will say is you never know who you're gonna run into and I it just so happened that a couple weeks after I started to do photography like I met one of the like biggest photographers that that's out and um that's been doing it and he who who's become like my mentor uh now but um you know where'd
1: you you meet him by chance Uh, so so it just
0: it just so happens that we have mutual so my buddy kevin miles who just so happens to be jake from state farm right now he's like the light-skinned guy uh he (laughs) yeah that's that's amazing that's 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 some la la shit but yeah (laughs) that's some la shit but um so he stayed, he was still during the pandemic I mean he was still filming so what production would have would send cr- the camera equipment and stuff to his to his apartment and he would have to have like a couple of people on crew that they paid and then wow and then um they they sent them a red camera and he was like oh my Man, goodness who who do I know who owns a red camera who knows how to operate? A red camera and it just so happened to be tyler um yeah. so tyler dp'd the 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 commercial and he just overheard i didn't i honestly didn't know who he was when i met him um yeah he just i was just chopping it up with my boy maurice who was on set who was paing as well and um he was just i was just like yo i just bought this film camera he was like yo you you do photography i was like yeah i just i, I just i showed him a picture i just bought the rb67 you know, yeah. I don't know. I just bought the RB. He was like, "Bro, come to my house. I will show you how to use it. This and that." I was like, "Bet." Turns out, yeah, he literally course. lived in the neighborhood across the street, like five minutes wow. away. So I was like, "Wow." See, he wouldn't have said that if
1: you saw it, you bought the new Canon DX One. <laughs> you know, he would have been like, "Ah, whatever." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and
0: <laughs> so like, you know, I, being being on um, being able to watch him work. Yeah. I was just realizing, okay, I'm doing, so I was like, I'm doing these photos, I'm posting on Instagram, and I'm not, like, I mean, people are seeing them who know me, but, like, how can I, like, spread my audience mm-hmm. more than just people who I know? And yeah. then it goes back to, like, I was like, bro, what Willem and and and, and, like, Bray and these guys that I watch are doing, like, I really liked it, and, and I, I wanted to do it, so I was like, bro like I, I was talking to tyler one day and i was like yo do you think like it's smart because i've always kind of been scared of the youtube community because i am an actor and like i want to be taken seriously as an actor exactly but like exactly. being being a youtube personality can, Come to, like,
1: that comes with yeah it comes with some stigma comes with that right stigma
0: comes with it which but which is crazy now i mean youtube is getting shows and are working out here so yeah it's i true. mean it, you know, nowadays <laughs> Goes it.
1: It, this is the best time to do it. If you're going to do it, that's exactly. for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: and, and he was just talking about, you know, he was like, it's just all in the approach. Like if you put out quality content, people, you're not going to be in that category of like goofy YouTuber. You're going to be, exactly. you're going to be on YouTube creating content. And that's the, the, the route that I wanted to take. And I yeah, knew absolutely. that if I did that, I would be able to reach more people around the world. Um, And you know he he was like hell yeah do it so I just bro I I made my first Tyler is the hell
1: yeah do it type of guy (laughs) he was like
0: dude do that bro you only once do it and I did I did a video I sent it to him it was pure trash and I Mm -hmm. didn't even release it it was my first video Um, didn't do but but um but yeah man it's it's literally it's insane how how quick things can change and like you can grow on that platform i really didn't realize how powerful um it, it was to be on there and you know one of the best decisions i've ever made personally because it not only um has, has motivated to me to create my own stuff but it's also inspired me to to expound on that and like i have i, I have plans on my channel in the future to not only be photography like it will right, be yeah. you know more than that but um but yeah, man, I, 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 it's it's been fun, man. It's it's a, it's work. It's definitely work, but it's fun. It's 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 so much fun.
1: Like, oh it's an LA thing like you know how how crazy things can work out how fast things can happen, um in terms of you you know being interested in then someone taking interest in you and you know being able to build this really, you know authentic relationship, um with, with someone who's you know very much like minded and you know a, a very <laughs> amazing at the the thing that you're looking to to do yourself, mm-hmm. um so now in terms of like the direction of the channel because like I was uh, I was saying before we started recording um know, yeah, I I ran through and watched like all your videos. <laughs> Um, there. I love them, you know, personally. They, they seem very, them. um, very authentic, um, and not not similar to a lot of the things that I'm seeing on the the rest of YouTube. Of course, you know, photography and the film photography, film photography community is out there. Um, you know, some people are established already, but you, you know, you're kind of bringing something different to it you know which is good whenever you're 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 hopping in a space that's already kind of um, saturated to a degree you always kind of want to bring your own unique take to it so how did you go about doing that how did you kind of find and develop your style
0: um i knew at first i mean i i didn't know what i wanted to do so i was mm-hmm. just taking doing videos making taking portraits like in but but I knew that in order to to grow, I had to have that niche of like, okay, what's different? What do mm-hmm. I do different? And I I have always been interested in like creating stories, being in, being an artist and being in the entertainment industry. Like I want you know, of course, pictures tell stories themselves. But I mm-hmm. it, I was just like, yo, what if I take pictures conceptual conceptual images, but I'll also use the visuals to expand the story and mm-hmm. um and you know i'm and and that's just something that that recently i i figured out that i wanted to do because i was okay. you know and and i'm still going to to drop regular videos and be going out shooting because it just doing doing conceptual videos like that take a lot of time and i like i, I, I the, want
1: to 22 yeah
0: I, I want to to keep the content consistent you know i don't want to like wait a month and like I, you know um, of course quality over quantity is how i roll but but i want um i you know i, I want to give people something to watch you know as consistently as i can but but yeah. it was it was the, the 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 shoot that i did so i did it in like a old western style shoot with yes. my friend angeline and then that was the moment where i was like all right i need to go like more so this route i want to like that gave me the idea. I want to cover historical events, you know, in the, in the black community and just mm. recreate them and, and give my own twist, you know? Yeah, and I, yeah. I think that'll be a good project for myself. So then I thought of like the, the Kennedys and the, the, um, the, the black Kennedys and the, the Ruby mm. Bridges story and like the black colonials, I was like putting black people in, 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 in positions where they wouldn't be in like, in, in, making you know in cer- certain instances you know making you hu- turning it into humor or for certain instances like having them live that story and it meaning a totally different thing yeah um,
1: kind of like a historical fiction type of it's exactly type of deal.
0: exactly uh and, and, and that's something that i definitely want to do but i will still be like you know shooting friends and and, and and still telling stories of like because at the end of the day like yeah i can can, can you know glamorize the community but i also want to be authentic and like tell the true stories and like and then take pictures of, of people who maybe aren't in a gown and, and dress, but like you know we in the hood with it and you know <laughs> so yeah. i it's just for my work honestly it's just authenticity and being authentic is as real and honest as i can but um also like i i want to go more of the fine art route, so like, yeah, I I know that that is something that is 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 very well taken in that community, and like, I I do want to to one day like sell prints and and be in museums and galleries, and you know, um, that's this is kind of like the 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 baby steps of getting the ramping up, yeah, getting into that realm of things. And that's the thing
1: I feel like the fine art photography world is like it's It's like over there in the corner somewhere, <laughs> you know, like people just don't know about that Bro. when they get started um you know i i yeah I definitely didn't for one um, and it's not until I discovered the work of like a Tyler Shields or you know people like that who are are very established and then you're like, oh you know th- this it's like he's his own thing, and you know that whole community, and it kind of you know opens your your eyes to it. Um, which, and it's amazing, of course, you know, being able to kind of, um, take your work and, and have it in in the physical form. And I guess that's, that goes right into the whole film photography thing as well, because I mean, granted, of course you can do fine art on digital as well, but doing it with a print, the printing process becomes even more integral. Um, but in in, in terms of, and and this is one thing I wonder too, especially with uh, people who kind of you know, kind of a fresh in in a a certain creative feel, like how you kind of are with photography. Now you're kind of coming up on like the year anniversary, I guess, um, in a way. But, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, in this past, say, eight, nine months that you've learned that have really, you know kind of taught you more about the art and and help you to to grow at the 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 rate that you are because i mean just looking at your work people would probably think like wow you know this this guy's probably been thinking about this type of stuff for a while he's been you know a photographer for a while and in a way you you have been you just mm-hmm. didn't have the camera in your hands mm-hmm. um you know per per se but you know maybe what have you learned over the past year that's that's keeping you going
0: man um so much first off just um
1: Got the police coming to kick in my
0: door any minute now. Welcome to L.A. Welcome <laughs> <Right>. to L.A. <laughs> but honestly, so when I first started, just g- gaining knowledge from books. So like you know, Gordon Parks. I have like two oh, or three, of his, two or three of his books here. Re- you know, reading about these guys, um, um being, you know. Watching how some of these guys turn simplistic images into legendary images, like William Eggleston, like you know, mm. um, um, just that 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 tricycle picture. I was just like, when I saw that, I was just like, H- how is this picture being sold for six figures? Yeah. I was like, but <laughs> but that was before. Like I was naive. I, I was I was I didn't understand like you have to look at the composition look at the story around it mm-hmm. look at but it, you 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 don't always need a million things going on in an image for it to be a good image like right. you can take a picture of the most simplest things and and get and, and those will tell the best story that you've ever created exactly yeah um so really just gaining knowledge from these veterans man and these people who have paved the way um for for young photographers like myself and and like you or, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, and learning and then, you know, taking those things into action. Like one thing that I've learned is like, you can't, you can't get better unless you do. So like, you know, Correct. you can, you can, you can get caught up in watching all of these YouTube videos and not actually stepping out with your camera and, and working and doing the job and you, yeah. you're not going to get better, you know? So I've, took the camera out i shot as much as i could like as much as i possibly could um, yeah. and, and to get to get better and you know <laughs> sorry about man there's something what's something going on i, on I was God. gonna say I'm, I'm getting a little worried now <laughs> yeah um, but but yeah it's just so many different influences man and and of course you know tyler you know watching how this dude works every day you know because i i was able to i've been able to assist him and and i can't just be like you know oh i just picked up a camera and i just knew what i was doing like i can't lie i can't lie like being able to shadow somebody who's so proficient and and, yeah so respected in in the field will definitely you know gain you know you'll garnish inspiration because you're just around around that energy you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying and um so there's just a ton of different, you know, um, pieces to the puzzle that have helped me grow as a photographer and just an artist in general, um, and 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 you know, it's just this has shown me, and this process has shown me that, you know, it's it's cliches. It they sound like whenever you just get inspired to do something, like you just have to act on it because you never know, you know, what could happen. Like I would have never thought that, you know, my photography would be, like, taken off and things would be taken off. Like, honestly, bro, my photography page just passed, the followers on my photography page have passed my personal acting photography, uh, my personal <laughs> yeah, acting <right>. <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, right. And that I've had <laughs> since 2010. And I'm just yeah. like, bro, like, if I wouldn't have acted on on the want to do photography, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wouldn't be having this conversation with you, man. Yeah. So, so like just, just acting on inspiration whenever you're inspired to do something, bro, just do it. And, and you, and just know that like, you don't have to have everything to do something. Like you just make, make do with what you have. And and honestly, those things will sometimes become better than having everything, you know, because you're more hungry, you're more wanting to, to make it work. So yeah yeah it's it's been a crazy journey
1: and i guess the thing i i think of now because i I don't know in in kind of listening to this story it's a it's amazing that you can because most people i mean throughout the the course of life you're lucky to find one creative you know outlet or passion that you really enjoy some people don't find it at all right Mm -hmm. um and now you found um two that you you really kind of care about and that you you have a distinct kind of um um, you know, emotion and passion towards. And even on, an, on another scale, I, in some of your YouTube videos, it's not like the average YouTube video, you know, there's kind of like a filmmaking um, aspect to it, um, especially kind of, just like you were saying, kind of putting it together more of a concept mm-hmm. um, and kind of a story to attach with, you know, say five photos and, you know, kind of um, doing it that way. Mm-hmm. So in terms of the progression of your, you know, creative journey and, and, you know, where you might be going next, and obviously things are very all over the place right now, but, you know, if you could kind of say, what would you like the the progression to be? How how would you like things to go in the you know say the coming year or coming years?
0: Um, great question, man. Uh, I want like I would love to go the Stanley Kubrick route of like take <laughs> of like of like taking pictures and then becoming like a the the one of the most like well renowned directors, film directors yeah, right. like in the game. Like this is really. Um, inspired me to want to be behind the camera like don't get it twisted like I would love to be on my Tarantino like in you know you'll see me here and there and I do want to to be on shows and and have my own show but uh, I definitely see myself like continuing the photography really really honing in on that but as far as the expansion like I do want to direct films I do. I do want to like create, write, and star mound films. And you know, photography has kind of been the foundation for my mind to to expand on that on those things. And yeah. you know, it, it it you it's practice. It's it's free. It's it's your free masterclass because you're having to. Compose. you're having to see what angles work you know (laughs) yeah and you're you're having to and when you shoot a movie you got to do the same thing you got to know you got to realize okay what angles is what angles are going to work in this shot okay Mm. two shot all right boom boom and you know photography is the best practice and the best foundation for filmmaking i feel like so just having that having that career would be would be really great for me
1: yeah, no, I agree. It's and it's funny because when you um, the, when you kind of talk to a lot of, of photographer, what I've kind of noticed from talking to a few with this podcast and then just, um, you know, following YouTube channels and, and people's work, cinema is such a big influence on photographers, <laughs> like in terms of color grading or in, or in terms of angles, like you're saying, or um, displaying a mood, and of course, with you know film and movies and things like that, you have motion, you have words to go along with it. Um, but at the same time, as as done as it's done with everything there's those key frames or those key scenes from a movie that people are like man that one really works and it's because of a lot of the photographic principles that you know uh, can be implemented in stills um and just to i, I want to keep you too long but if you if you had to say to kind of you know put a bow on things um if you had to kind of give like a, a piece of creative advice or um some type of lesson that you would um, like to impart to to, to someone who might be just getting started or or getting into their own creative field of whatever it is, you know, photography, drawing, painting, whatever. Mm-hmm. What would you what would you kind of recommend to them,
0: um, guys? For me, you know, it's it's genuinely just embrace the process, bro. Like embrace the process because you you don't want to be seen too early prematurely and you also don't you know of course you don't want to be seen too late but the process is so important in, in i mean in all in all ways of life like mm-hmm. just embracing the process knowing that you're learning and when things are supposed to happen the opportunity will present itself like I didn't, like, I, you're not going to, nothing, first off, nothing is in your hands, the only thing that's in your hands is doing the work, and then, you know, waiting for that preparation to meet opportunity, and, mm. and you just have to make sure that when the opportunity presents itself, that you're ready, and, yeah. you know, and, and that's something that I, it, it's taken me, it took me 10 years to realize, uh, being at, being in LA for 10 years, it took me 10 years to realize, like, everything nothing is in your hands but like what you do on a daily basis to to get better at whatever whatever it is that you're doing so i would just you know my biggest thing and the thing that has that has benefited me the most is just really honing in on on on, on, you know my craft you know learning as much as i can and practicing as much as i can because you never know that opportunity may only come once and if you know and if you're not ready then hey, man, that's just your you you you've lost, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and and don't be discouraged when you see people growing faster than you, or or because you have your own lane. That's mm-hmm. the that's that's the, the because social media. I, I'm sorry, I can get kind of long with it on no, this on this right. on this situation, but like social media can steer your mind to think that like, you know, oh, certain people because of a number of followers that they have are better mm-hmm. than you. And that's not the case, you know. Some no, people, especially you know,
1: not from a photographic perspective, not from a photographic, you know, <laughs> at and, all, and,
0: and not not throwing any shots at anybody. But no, like, of course, you know, course. you can, you 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 go on a certain page, and you're like, huh. But yeah, exactly. It, but the thing Man, this is, this guy sucks. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad. <laughs>
1: you know, like I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad This you is said basic. It. You know, Bro, I, I could have took these pictures five years ago. You know,
0: you know, what I'm saying, what story are you telling? You know, I'm I'm tired of seeing car bumpers. You know, what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, but but we won't. Yeah. but but back going back to the you know the more emotional yeah right yeah we're not gonna things. get into that on this episode. Um, but but you know it you know just just. You know, ha- having that tunnel vision and being able to weed out all the BS and just know mm-hmm. and have the faith that your time is coming, and when it does, you're gonna be ready. And um, you know, um, and just just stay at it, stay at it, don't stop. Because if you stop, you'll never know where you could have been if you would have kept going. So just just keep going, and you know, I, I feel like this pandemic has shown the world that. Either you're going to make the most of the one life you have or, you know, you're you're just going to throw it away because nobody's promised. We've seen it for the last half year. Nothing is promised. So you need to just make the most out of what you have, make the most out of the life that you have. And, you know, the, the opportunities are endless.
1: I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. You started preaching on me. <laughs> hey man, it, it, I you love know, it. Yeah, you,
0: you 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 hit me with that real question at the end, man. That that kind of <laughs> that kind of touched some things inside. <laughs>
1: no, that's that's awesome. I no, and that's 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 such a great point because it's, I don't know. You you go on the creative journey and you're saying like, okay, like, and it always comes with expectations, in my opinion. Um, I, at least I think so, and and from what I've seen of you know friends and things like that. Um, that you think, you know, OK, I'm going to go here. Then I'm going to go here. Then I'll end up, you know, X, Y and Z. And then mm-hmm. that'll be that, you know. Absolutely. Um, but it, it always um, I mean, for some people, it does go that way. But most of the times it doesn't. And most of the times it has to be some type of, um, you know, some type of shortcut or or sometimes uh, some type of alternate route that you weren't really looking at. Um, that might get you to the end goal to get you somewhere else. But, um, you know, continuing is, is, is really the, the biggest uh, the biggest aspect of it, if you can be available, then you you always kind of put yourself in a good place for that opportunity to to come your way. So, Absolutely. no, that's 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 excellent. Um, and like I said, thank you. Uh, like I said at the beginning, thank you again for you know taking the time to to sit down and talk. It's it it, it was really fun and definitely enlightening um, to to hear more about your story because from from your YouTube channel, it's kind of like. All right, like I, I kind of understand how this happened, but like, yeah. how, how did this happen? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. And I, and I think a lot <laughs> it's good of good to get the background.
0: Yeah, man. And a lot of people have kind of been requesting kind of a, a, a more of a yeah, video of a video, sure. like about me and where where my you know roots are and where I come from. So I think I'm gonna focus on that. You know, we'll probably yeah, get cool. locked down again pretty soon. So um, there you go. You know, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll do that in the next few weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was my interview with Mike Gray. I told you, amazing, amazing guy. Uh, One of my best guests I've ever had on the show. And I'm so thankful that he took the time to sit down and, and give me such a genuine conversation. Not a lot of people are willing to take the time out of their day, their busy day, um, and just talk to a random dude on the internet like myself so shout out to mike for doing that like i said all of his information is down in the show notes below make sure to check him out make sure to follow moving on instagram make sure to follow mike gray film on instagram as well thank you guys for listening as always and i'll catch you in the next one peace